Lift up your hands this morning. Just say, Lord, I thank you for loving me. Lord, I thank you for bringing me into light, for giving me of the fountain of life. Lord, I am who I am today because of who you are. I see myself through your eyes. I see myself as a child of the Most High. And I give you praise this morning. Oh, come on, somebody give me praise this morning. Give him praise this morning. He's worthy. You may be seated. Thank you all so much. I want to thank you, Pastor Bang, for the opportunity. I also want to thank Pastor Sharon for the opportunity. God bless you. God continue to uphold you. God continue to pour forth upon you both in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you have had a wonderful week this week? Oh, come on. I've had a very wonderful week. Let me just give you mine. I've had the most blessed week, the most productive week, and the most fruitful week. And I say that to you not boastfully. I say that to you because I've recognized now who I am. And the who I am is anchored to the most high God. And because the most high God is who he is, it cannot be moved. This is just what it is then. That means my life is completely secured in him. You know, I keep saying this thing. I am a product of love. Because I was brought forth in love, I have no option than to emanate love myself. The scripture in Luke chapter 11 verse 10. Any of you ever watched this movie, Jerry Maguire? And there's a phrase that is very popular there. It says, you had me at hello. And this scripture is like, I'm saying to God, you've had me at hello with this scripture. Because it's changed my life. Everything around me is defined by what God says I am. That's just period now. Nobody can redefine me. It's absolutely impossible. I wake up every day understanding I am a child of God. And every day as I step out, I command my day. My day has to be in line with who I am. You don't understand. I'm, I don't talk like Tosin Abirakun. I talk as a child of the most high God. And there's nobody that can change that. I said to somebody this week, if you ask me and I say to you, my day has been normal, it is an anomaly. You know why I say that? If you read the book of 1 Peter chapter 2, the Bible says we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You know the word peculiar means somebody that is unusual, uncommon. Therefore, it is not possible, me understanding that I'm an uncommon person, to have a common day. Do you understand that? It is absolutely impossible for my day to be a common day. You know why? 
Jesus Christ lived a life on earth that I can emulate that life. He didn't live a life that is not a reality. Every day of his life was an uncommon day. Because the Bible says he went about doing good, healing all them that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And I wake up every day, I'm going about doing good. Because God is with me. And because God is with me, it is not possible that I may fail. I will fail. Now, Sarene, it's possible some projects may fail. But I know one thing, though, I am not a failure. You understand? That understanding alone helps me to shape my day. And when the Bible says that I am an uncommon person, what God is saying in essence is, my day is defined by what he defines it to be. Are you following me? So now let's go back again to the, my favorite scripture now. Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11. Without me reading from the whole passage, Pastor read it last week. He's been reading it. We're going to read it again. From verse 1, the disciples went to Jesus. And the Bible says they asked him, teach us to pray, as John's disciples taught his disciples to pray. So Jesus teaching them what we know as our Father in heaven, our Lord's prayer, wrapped it up and said, a friend comes at midnight, asks you for help. That even though you may not be inclined to help because it's your friend, but you're going to have to do it because this friend has been persistent and you just can't stand it anymore. You open the door and you give the friend everything that this friend desires. Then he now went further to talk about you ask and you receive. And in verse 11, it says, if, any, if a son asks a bread from the father, Jesus Christ drew two parallels here. One about a friend, the other about a father. Both of them indicating some level of relationship. And because of that relationship, I can boldly go and ask favor of them. And so Jesus Christ used the word. He said, so I say to you, which is indicative of something, which is in line with what I've said to you, I'm saying now to you, if you ask me anything, I'll do it for you. But the key there is, I want you to know that everyone who asks will receive. That it is not possible for you to ask anything of God and not receive. Well, that was Jesus Christ describing the side of men. So, for the man, Jesus said, ask anything and you will receive. In John chapter 10 verse 10. It says, the enemy has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He said, but I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. You know, something always bothers me. Where Jesus Christ used almost the same meaning twice. What is more? What is abundant? If you say more is more. But when you say more abundantly, it's trying to make a point. Isn't that it? Dr. Hamby says some time ago, he called it double enunciations. 
where he says, Verily, verily, Simon, Simon, Martha, Martha, surely, surely, that Jesus is trying to do what? Emphasize a point. And this journey that I'm taking you on is a journey that I want you to understand that there's a picture that God has painted. And if you and I can see that picture clearly, our lives will forever be changed. So Jesus says here, more abundantly. What does more abundantly mean? Doc, can you help me? More abundantly means excessively. There is no limit to it. It is something that keeps going on and on. It is impossible for that thing to stop. Do you get me? Now, that's God's side of it. Now, to make it more sweeter, let's go to Ephesians chapter 3. Remember, Dr. Ambi did say it. He says double enunciations. When you, when you see that, he said pay attention. Now, for the first time, this scripture dawned on me, the God side of things. Paul here was praying, I believe, from verse 17. He just began to pray for the family in whom all the, blah, 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 you know, that they'll be filled with the love of God and on and on. And then he now says, now to him. You see, I've learned now to read the scripture slowly. Because in reading it slowly, I can grasp truth. And when I grasp that truth, it is not possible for you to get away, take it away from me. Somebody said to me the other day, you know, I, I got this business and I am scared that I may lose it. I said, you don't understand who gave it to you in the first place. If you understand who gave it to you, how can somebody take it from you? Listen, the, the, Satan cannot take from me what God has given to me. You know why? It says in the book of Colossians chapter 3, my life is hidden in Christ and in God. How dare Satan come, come to get what God has given me? He didn't give it to me. Why would he want to take it away from me? So now let's look at Ephesians chapter 3. It says in verse 20, now to him, who is able to do exceedingly, one, abundantly, two, above all. Now, please help me explain this. What is the meaning of exceedingly? What is the meaning of abundantly? And what is the meaning of above all? All three of them are the same meaning. It just depends on in what context you're using the word. So now Paul is saying he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I ask or think, according to the power that worketh in me. And the Bible tells me in the book of Corinthians that we have this treasure in earthen vessel, that the excellency of power will be of God and not of me. And therefore, if it's God that resides in me, it is not possible that I ask God for something. He will not do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I ask or think about. Oh, I'm not sure you're grasping this truth. Oh, I'm going to stay there until we get it. The other day, my son came to me. He said, I need shoes. So I said to him, okay, I'll get you shoes. So I went to the store, Doc, and I saw the shoes, beautiful shoes. So I got it. 
And while I was going, I said to myself, you know, let me get him a pant and a shirt that will go with it. So I went to the side where the men's clothing is, and I bought a shirt and a pant. And when the truth of this came to me, I said to myself, you know what I just did to my son? I gave him exceedingly, abundantly, above what he asked for. That's all he asked me for. Now, to seal it up for you in the scriptures, I'm going back again to pastor's favorite scripture. Passage, rather. Luke 15. The prodigal son, in his returning, he said, I'm just going to ask him, let me just stay in the barn. That's all I want. Let me just stay in the barn. So, he went to the father. He said, Father, I have sinned against you. All I want to do is stay in the band. Because if I stay in the band, I'll be able to eat. <laughs> More abundantly. You're talking to exceedingly, abundantly, and above. My God. is the one that sees beyond my needs. is the one that has made provisions for the one I did not ask for. My goodness me. And the father said, listen, I'm, come on. He didn't, and like pastor said, he bypassed all he wanted to say. Because he knew what he wanted to give him. He gave him a shoe. He gave him a robe. He gave him a, a, a ring. And now to crown it all, he said, let me have a feast. Oh, come on. Come on, I have such a quiet people in here. I'm, I'm thinking I'm talking to men and women of faith. Oh, you call it three dimension. Oh my goodness. The son went back to the father. And he now did exceedingly, abundantly. <laughs> oh, come on. What do you, what do you desire of God? <laughs> oh, come on. What do you desire of God? <laughs> oh, come on. We're talking about the father who does exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask. Listen, it is, I find it difficult to even be able to ask. I'm thinking I don't even know what I need. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? I, I find it, I'm looking within myself, who do I want to ask him? He's my father. He says he knows my need before I, make, I, come, I ask for it. And so when I wake up every day, I say, Lord, sufficient and over-sufficient for me today is the grace of God to prosper. And is the grace of God to walk in peace. But I want to open a door for you this morning that you will understand the kind of father that you have. You see, we talked about Joshua. How that in boldness, Joshua can say, the moon to stop and the sun to stop. It is because Joshua had some level of boldness and courage knowing who God is. You know, because I can imagine in my own eyes of mind of mind that Joshua had seen the best of miracles on his way. I mean, it's, it, it, it can't be that he has not seen God in action. He saw water gush out from the rock. I don't know if he was born before the sea was parted because they spent 40 years in wilderness. So I don't know. But at least the little that I know, 
He saw God feed these people. Manna dropping from heaven. He saw so many things about God. That I'm sure the Bible says how that, I think is in Exodus chapter 33. I believe verse 11 where the Bible says that when Moses leaves the tabernacle, Joshua will sit back in there. I can imagine in my mind, Joshua may just be sitting there wondering, who is this God? That I've seen all of what I've seen. And through that, Joshua formed a picture of who God is. And when he stood in the midst of battle, if he can part the Red Sea, if he can bring water from the rock, if he can throw manna from heaven, if he can cause their shoes not to wear out, then what's, what's going to stop me from stopping the sun and the, and the moon? What's going to stop me? What am I trying to say to you? I want us to begin this walk of faith at the level you're at. For many of us, the psalm may seem a grandeur type of idea. Uh-huh. In this day and age. And the problem is we have allowed our environment to define who God is for us. I said to someone the other day and they couldn't believe me. I said, you've just been hired, right? He said, yes. I said, you know, you can become a manager. He said, oh, come on. He said, they said we have to take a course. I'm going to have to be there for five years. And then having been there for five years, I must not have missed work for five days. Having not missed work for five days, I need to have the favor of the boss above me. I say, you see, you've been defined by that environment. But I wish you know who you are. That I'm a child of royalty. That nothing can be refused to me. It says, everyone who asks, receives. That I want a promotion that is unprecedented in this company. I mean, I, I, I don't know how many of you are receiving this, but I'm telling you the things that are possible if you and I can believe. The Bible says nothing is impossible to them that believe. So if I call forth a promotion, listen, if I get a promotion because I'm due, I don't need to give God the glory. I mean, I'm due for it. Come on. The company says 20 years from now, I get to be the CEO. That's fine. After 22 years, I become the CEO. Big deal. I fulfill the laws of men. But when you talk about the favor of God, when you talk about your identity in God, when you talk about the one to whom you owe everything, I can look at every directives and every guideline the company gave and say this is man promotion comes neither from the east nor the west it comes only from above and if God says I'm promoted my CEO does not have any option than to have the ears to hear God and promote me listen I'm saying some things here and I want you to be able to receive it. You have to live a life that is radical in order to understand what God is doing. You, 
you can no longer embrace these things about God on just a casual level. I have to be able to embrace it and know that it's a reality for me. That if God says it will do exceedingly abundantly above and I walk in an environment, I expect that exceedingly abundantly and above to manifest in my environment. Because I am not an ordinary person. I am a child of God, even having a human experience, as Dr. Ambi would put it. But if I understand that my directives is from above, I can call those things that be not as though they are, and they will stay in line. I mean, don't you understand? The Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then he said, let there be light. Let there be a firmament here. Let there be this here. And then he turned around in verse 26. He said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. What does that say to you? It says to me, as God spoke into things, I can speak into things. I mean, I don't, I don't think you understand me. I'm trying to figure if you understand what I'm saying. He brought me forth in his likeness. Let me explain something in the natural. There's a way in which you wake my husband when he sleeps. And the way he responds, it always amazes me. You know, I, I would look at him and say, well, how, how would you respond that way? And if I wake Toyosi, he does exact same thing. I wake Tomide, she, he does the exact same thing. Yesterday, finally dawned on my daughter. That when she went to wake the dad, and he, he woke up in this startling manner. I said, my God, Tomide and Toyosi does exact same thing. Because they are the children of their father. He brought them forth from his loins. Don't you understand that God's DNA is in you? That you can do what God does? He says, he says you are able to do even the exceedingly, abundantly and above. Don't you understand that if God can command anything, you can command it. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. How can anything stop me? I feel like I'm a tornado that nothing can stop. If I say it, why will it not happen? Why will I doubt? When I am secured in his love, I know he loves me so much that out of... Listen, I don't live towards the love of God. I live from the love of God. That's a huge difference. I don't live towards the love of God. I live from the love of God. And if I live from the love of God, I live with an identity of God. Thank you, sir. So I'm saying to you, to him that believes, nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing shall be impossible for you. You see, when this truth dawned on me, that's why I say, start from where you are. You know, Liz, I said to myself, okay, God, I'm going to try one thing, just one thing. 
and, and pastor was preaching that day. He just touched on faith. You know, I've, I've always heard him say, all these miracles, I turned around, somebody wrote me a check. I turned around, someone did this. I'm going, gee, come on, are you the only one? And so he stirred up. If they can give him, gee, what happened? Is it the perfume I'm using? Something. So that particular day, after I said it, I latched onto it. I said, okay, I'm going to believe God for this thing. So I asked God, now, let me explain this. Okay, I'm just going to say it anyway. I have this apartment, and the tenant there has not paid. And so, you know, I was so, I've been so reluctant to go and file for eviction. To drive all the way to where the place is, oh, it's been a pain on its own. So I said, God, on that day, I said, okay, let me try this little one, just this little one. Because prior to that time, the lady said, I'm free to go evict her. She doesn't have any money. I said, oh, God, here we are again, all over again. But I understood one thing. As a child of God, I'm not supposed to be at loss. So that day I left. I said, God, just this one thing. Let me try just this one thing. That this tenant will pay me. I will not file an eviction. It was that day you said somebody gave you a $5,000 check or something like that. Anyway, I got home. And not a few hours later, I saw a text. I'm going to pay you next week. I'm going to pay the other one that I hold a week after. <laughs> I quickly sent Dukwe the text. And I called Dukwe. I said, Dukwe was not in church that day. I said, Dukwe, this was what I prayed about. Ah, it seemed like a magic. So I said, ah, well, I have this victory under my belt. I'm going to go for another one. So I said, God, bring me a business I didn't solicit for. Just somebody called me out of the blue. Now, this will seem like a magic, but I'm telling you how believing in the fullness of God's love and his abundant provision and understanding that he does not desire for you to lack. You understand? Once I understand that, listen, it me in my natural self, I can afford not to eat, but I want my children to be fed. Now, God said, if I, being evil, know how to do these things, how much more him? So that day, I said it on a Monday. On a Tuesday, I got a call as at 8 a.m. I was still barely trying to get out of bed. Oh, is this tossing? Oh, I have this business for you. So I got the business. And I was talking to Sami Badaki on the phone that day. And I said to the guy, you need to deposit some funds for me to be able to do some things. Um, you know, that I was beat some things for you. He said, no, I can't do that. Now I said, well, if you don't want to do it, don't worry about it. Move on. Not quite five minutes. The guy called me back. He said, okay, I've made a deposit. Go ahead and do it. That's just within 24 hours of asking God. Listen, if you can ask without wavering in faith, 
if you know that he that is seated upon the throne, that calls himself your father, and he knows he's responsible for you, that it is impossible for you to ask him anything, and he will not do it, it would define your day. I'm saying to you ever since then, all I need to do is just ask. But then I found out that God does it now exceedingly, abundantly. Someone called me on Friday. I wanted to give me a business. You know what I said to the person? Can you just please hold off? I kid you not. No, I'm not joking. I said to the person, can I move you towards the end of the year? Listen, I make that boast and I make it in God. Because I recognize that everything that has been brought my way is not been my doing. It's not been a man's connection. It's not been anybody introducing me to anybody. It's just been by the grace and the power of God. And that's what I'm saying to you. You can go into your workplace. What does it matter if we already have a CEO? What does it matter? Am I telling them to fire the CEO? What if they create another aspect of the company and need another CEO? What does it matter? Why do you have to analyze it? I mean, what, what, what does that matter in the whole spectrum of stuff? Because they just hired you yesterday. What does it matter? I don't want us to analyze ourselves out of God's blessings. Nothing is impossible. There is nothing you desire that is impossible. You know, religion taught us you need to just ask God for your need. Leave your want out of it. Says who? I saw Pastor's Tesla vehicle. So I said to myself, wow, that thing is good. I want it too. You want it too, PJ? Okay. But imagine if pastor goes and he just walks up one day and somebody comes and says, here's your Tesla. And it's not something he's just paid for. It's just something that God brought to him. Because he has the courage to believe God for what seems impossible. The Bible says, Abraham did not consider the deadness of his body. But who against all believed in hope? Because if you and I should look at our bank account, there are some few things we can't buy. I probably will not be able to buy more than a bicycle. But when I see the bigness of my God, when I see that it does exceedingly, abundantly, and above. Listen, I don't want you to think that all we're talking about here is prosperity. We've preached enough about us being like Christ. Come on, let's look at the other side of it now. Please. Please. It's, it's in, it, we, we, we've heard enough for us on how to be like Christ. If you have faith as a mustard seed, you'll be like Christ. It says, faith worketh by love. If I have faith enough that I'll be changed in my character, it will happen. But let's begin to also believe God for the things of the earth. 
where there's no limitation. If you look at the life of Solomon, the life of David, the life of Abraham, none of them lacked anything. Where is it that religion has taught me now that I have to curtail myself? Listen, why do you have to believe God for a message? Just drive a Volkswagen. Says who? When my God is the owner of the cattle upon a thousand hill, I want to challenge your faith this afternoon. Where are you? What are you trusting God for? It does not matter whether it's your marriage, whether it's the work of your hand, whether it's healing in your body. The same God that is abundance towards provision is the same God that has provided for your healing. It's the same God that says grace and peace be multiplied in your life. There is nothing that you're believing God for if you have enough faith that the mountains would not move. Because he will do exceedingly, abundantly, and above all that you ask or think. I want you to stand to your feet. As you stand to your feet, I want you to know that God has placed so much value in your life. He says, are not two sparrows sold for five um, farthings? He says, your life is way more valuable. He came, he said, I feed the ravens. He went further to say, your life is more valuable. He talked about the lily. He said, you are more precious. And even the valuable aspect of it was implied in that as well. I want you to understand that God is vested in you enjoying abundant life. You know what it will look like if I was driving a Mercedes Benz and someone saw my daughter or son on the road. And they are wearing tattered clothes. And they are getting in bus and coming down. They are not driving anything that matches what I have. They will only look at me as an irresponsible parent. You know that, right? Now imagine how God feels when we don't come into the fullness of the abundance that he has provided for us. That our life may reflect who we are supposed to be. The children of the most high God. That nothing is impossible for us because we are his children. I want you to lift your hands with me this afternoon. I want to thank him first for being such a loving father. Lift up your voice this afternoon. Because as a father, he has made every provision available to us. Because he loves us. The scripture says in the book of 1 John 4, we know and believe in this love. Lift up your voice this afternoon. Thank him. Because looking at it from the aspect of love, you will know nothing is impossible already. We want to bless your name today.
Lord, we want to glorify you. Thank you for your love that found us. Thank you, Lord, for your love that continually protects us. Thank you, Lord, for your love that makes provision for us. Thank you because of your love we are secured on earth. Thank you, Lord, because of your love we can walk, oh God, courageously and boldly. Knowing the most high God, the maker of the heavens and the earth, the one that calls us his children, continually watches over us. We are the apple of your eyes. Lord, we have been engrafted on the palm of your hands. You continually behold us in love. You continue to draw us in love. You continue, you continue to pour your signs, your wonders, your miracles because of the love you have for us. Our Father, we thank you. We receive that love. We thank you because that love defines us. And because that love defines us, oh God, Father, Lord, we are who we are, oh God. A people, oh God, set apart for your glory. A people set apart for signs. And for wonders. Your word declares that you bear, oh God, the witness of your word with signs, wonders, and miracles. Lord, you brought us forth, you brought us forth in your word. Father, therefore, Lord, today in the name of Jesus, we declare that your signs, your wonders, your miracles, they follow us all the days of our lives in the name of Jesus. Father, your word declares, Lord God, that you call those things that be not as though they were. Father, we stand in love, O oh God. And we call those things that be not as though they are. For everyone seeking promotion in this house. Father, Lord, we receive promotion, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. You said everyone who asks receives. My Lord, we ask for promotion in the name of Jesus. Father, in the least expected places, we receive it, oh God, in the name of Jesus. For you said nothing shall be impossible for them that believe. Lord, we believe, we receive. We receive promotion for this house. We receive promotions in our home. We receive promotions on our job. We receive promotions on our business. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we break forth in every area. Lord, we speak to every business. Where there has been loss, oh God, we declare there is profit. For you're the one that said you teach it us to profit. We thank you for your wisdom, oh God, to profit. Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, you're the God that does exceedingly, abundantly, and above. We zero our eyes on the exceedingly, abundantly, and above. Therefore, we know nothing can be impossible for us. Because our God supplies all of our needs and all that we desire according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Therefore, Lord, we declare in this house, this very year, every one of us abound in testimony in the name of Jesus. 
We give you praise. Lord, we give you praise. We give you praise. Lord, you said if we have faith as small as a mustard seed, we pray, oh God, that faith will arise in the heart of every man. Paul will say of the Corinthian church, he said that they are bound in faith. My Lord, let it be said of world outrage that we are bound in faith in the name of Jesus. We bless your name this day. We glorify you. We magnify you. We thank you, oh my God. You said to Abraham, as far as your eyes can see. Father, Lord, our eyes see very far. As far as our eyes can see, Lord, we bring it to bear in the name of Jesus. We say, Lord, we burst forth on every side in the name of Jesus. Like a gushing river, Lord, we overflow. We overflow in abundance. We overflow in life. We overflow in the name of Jesus. Lord, you said you have brought us to the feasting table. You say we partake of your goodness. Father, may every family, may every child, every man, every woman in this house, may they know the sound of feasting in the name of Jesus. We shut out the lies of the enemy. Your word says, let God be true and every man a liar. Father, we declare your word is true. Your word is true in our home. Your word is true in our life. Your word is true in this body. We are bound in everything in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your grace that is upon this house. The grace to prosper. The grace to walk in overflow. That same grace rests upon every one of us. For Lord, we recognize what you said to Joshua. Your Lord, your word declares unto him. When you said to the children of Manasseh, the half tribe of God, God, and Lord, he said to them, he said, you will not enjoy your bond, your food. You will, not, you will not enjoy that which you have received until your brethren come into it. Father, today we pray in the name of Jesus. Even for those of us that you are opening our eyes. We can't enjoy it until all of our brethren come into it. Therefore, Lord, this afternoon in the name of Jesus, the grace of God that brings wholeness. Father, Lord, it rests upon every one of us. There is none in this body that will lack. We will not lack for what to eat. We will not lack for what to drink. We will not lack for where to live. We speak to everyone in the midst of a foreclosure. We declare the grace of God is upon you. The favor of God is upon you. There shall be a turnaround in your situation. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Let somebody praise him for me. We give him praise. 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 Oh, come on, give him praise. Come on, give him praise. He's the God of the exceedingly. He's the God of the abundance. He's the God of the above all. Give him praise. Give him praise. Our God is able to do above that which you ask. 
that which you desire because his power worketh in you. And as I leave this afternoon, I want to challenge you. Just ask one thing this week. Just one thing. Just one thing. Don't, 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 don't fill up the sheet today. No, not today. Just one thing. One, one. And I'm saying to you, except is not the Father in heaven. The one that loves us beyond words. The ones that say, ask and see if I will not give you beyond what you've asked for. But you are yet asking is already doing it. I'm saying to you this afternoon, you will come back with testimony. In the name of Jesus. This week, you will go forth in peace. You will go forth in joy. The mountains and the hills, they will break forth before you. In the name of Jesus, you will return with testimonies to the glory of God. In the name of Jesus, if you believe with me this afternoon, I want you to lift up your hands and say, Lord, I receive. It is done. In the name of Jesus. God bless you all. I love you.